welcome to another episode of Awkward Asian Girls Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Crystal. And today we're going to go back to our original, um, what is it called? Our highs and lows. But a segment that we we started. <laughs> yeah. So mine is that I'm here in California face-to-face with Crystal, finally. <laughs> and we're at a wedding party. Um, and I get to see all my friendos. So yeah, that is my high. And my low is that I have to go home after this party. So <laughs> yeah, tonight. <laughs> Sorry, we have our guests in the background mouthing things to me. <laughs> um, okay, you go, Crystal, because yours is really um, cool. Okay, fine. So my high for the week. I don't even remember if it happened. I guess it was it this week. Anyways, um... I've been listening, which I think I mentioned on the last podcast, uh, I've been listening to this Manifesting Money podcast, um, and uh, long story short, listening to this podcast made me feel like, okay, I just need to, like, start manifesting more money and, like, following what she says. Um, One of the things she said on the podcast was... Like, if you had a million dollars right now, like, if someone just deposited a million dollars in your account, like, what would you do with it? And then those things that you think, like, what you would do with it, like, you should just do it now Mm because you have the capabilities of doing it. Like, you should just, that's what you don't want. Like, basically, you don't want to limit yourself. Like, that's one of the things when you're trying to manifest money is your limiting beliefs and your limiting mindset scarcity Um, mindset yeah and um so one of the things that I've been trying to get for a really long time is this chase sapphire Mm -hmm. reserve card because it's been highly recommended I've been wanting like a travel credit card that gets you a lot of bonus miles and points and stuff like that because me and Justin plan to travel a lot this year like that's one of our goals so for years we've been trying to get this card but you need to have fairly good credit so i've been working really hard to build up my credit and i've i've already applied for this before like maybe during the pro- like maybe right before the wedding or while we were playing the wedding so i can use it as a credit card to um, put stuff on but i got denied so i was like oh i really need to work on my credit and then i recently got up to a good score in my mind, it was a good score, so I was like, maybe I should try it again, but then, literally the night before I listened to this podcast, I was like, no, I don't think I should, like, I think my credit's good, but I should wait a little bit longer and still work on it, um, and then I listened to the podcast the next day, and she's like, just do it, like, do what you would do if you had the money, so then I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna apply, and then I applied, and I got it, so I got approved for, like, $5,000, which technically isn't, like, tangible money, it's credit but right. it's technically money you could Which, use yeah so it was just crazy because like I had like when I was listening to her podcast like I legit like had feels <laughs> I was like yeah should I just do it like I don't know I had vibes <laughs> 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 so then I did it and then um there was something else that happened to me I forgot but I, I, I told you like I it was the it credit was card too. thing and something else happened and it was like another ins- instance where it wasn't tangible money, but I was receiving like money yeah. somehow. And it was just crazy that all that happened like right after listening to that podcast and like 
changing yeah, my manifestation is yeah real. it was crazy so that was my high <clears throat> and then my low would be that I got like sick like I got a cold that I've been getting over this week but I got tested it's not COVID it's just a regular cold but it's very annoying that like if you have like a cough or yeah. a runny nose it's like oh my god do I have COVID but <laughs> I mean I had COVID so I, I I felt like okay it's not COVID because it's not the same like I feel like I could tell like my body would be able to tell because I've gone through it already but I also was nervous because I have been vaccinated yeah and boosted and when I got COVID the first well the only time I got COVID was before vaccines were out so I was like oh maybe I could still have it even though like my symptoms aren't as bad because I'm vaccinated so it's still possible yeah so that's why we still got tested to be sure but it's not COVID just a regular cold mm. but it's still annoying that I still don't want to go out. And yeah, being sick in general. If you're coughing in public, it's like, why? You have COVID. But no, I just have a cold. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get well soon. <laughs> I'm almost but, there. Um, but yeah, so um, today we have our amazing, wonderful, beautiful friend. <laughs> He's laughing at me. Um, Nicholas. Nicholas Hello. Cruz. Woo. One of our um, biggest... Awkward Asian Girls podcast I know, one fans, of our fans and listeners. That's what we have Number to one. Here. <laughs> Number one fan over here. Hey, that's you. That's not me. <laughs> if you want to put that on me, yeah. then I'll take it. So, um, <laughs> tell, us, tell us a little something about yourself, and then you can um, go into your highs and lows. I guess because I don't think you had an intro. Well, the episode didn't come out. But. Oh, yeah, I didn't, yeah. We didn't tell him he had highs and lows. Well, it's a good thing we did ours first, so you had an example of, like, a high that happened this week and a low that happened this week. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Nick. Um, let's see. I'm a nurse, and I'm gay. Yeah. Thanks for introing that for me, because (laughs) it has a lot to do with what we're going to talk about. And my birthday buddy is Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi. We have the same birthday, just different years. Justin's always somehow in the background. (laughs) That's a fun fact about me. Um, my high would probably be like just you know being able to do this pod and hanging out with everybody and having a good time and seeing people and you know i don't get to see lauren very often so that's always a nice nice time everyone Um, loves seeing lauren and just (laughs) but just being able to like you know we have a pretty good sized friend group so just Mm. anytime that all of us can kind of come together and be together is always you know just fulfilling in a lot of different ways, so I always appreciate that time. Uh, so that would definitely be my high. I think my low would just be working. <laughs> not yeah. that I, not that I hate my job. I just, you know, it's it's rough, and any time that I have off, I definitely appreciate more so than having to work. So, yeah, I mean, you know. The same old, the huge. Gotta do what you gotta do. We're definitely gonna circle back to your job. Circle back. But I don't want to start off too serious. Although, asking about, well, so you're married. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. How many years? Yeah, of, only, of marriage? It's only been like eight. Yeah. Oh, it's not, not even a year yet. Not even oh, a year of marriage. It feels like it's. Oh, but crap. relationship, I, I know, yeah. right? Relationship-wise, it's just over ten years. Marriage-wise, it'll be a year in May. 
Yeah, I don't know why. I already, I swear, I thought this year went by so fast. Well, I keep pretending. I keep thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I keep confusing it with like the proposal because that happened Mm. a a while while ago. A long while. Um, but I wanted to ask um, about what it was like being with. So our friend Ozzy, he came out. When did he come out? Man, I don't even remember. Obviously, when I he started a, dating. I think a few months prior. Yeah, to you guys months. dating. Because when we were yeah, friends, months. he wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. Everything happened so fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just curious about what it's like, what it was like being with someone um, in which you were their first boyfriend mm-hmm. after being out for only a few months. Did you Versus have to... you, who you you were out for a while. Oh, right? yeah. How yeah. long were you out? I mean, I had come out in, oh, man, January of 2011? Well, oh no. Okay, well, it's weird because in my head, I had... I knew, so I was kind of like doing my own thing without telling people. Mm. And then I studied abroad in London with one of my good friends, Caitlin. And that's when I was doing like a lot of soul searching and just kind of like mentally figuring it out. And then when I came back, that's pretty much when I came out to people. And I was going to therapy at the time, so the first person I told technically was my therapist. And then after that, I told my sister's godfather, Hank, because he's gay. Mm-hmm. So I came out to him just kind of like looking almost for like a mentor right. kind of thing. Just, you know, someone who's older and I felt comfortable with him. I trusted him. So I came out to him before I came out to my parents, before I came out to my family, my friends. Right. Like he was, besides my therapist, technically the first person I came out to. So after that, then I kind of had some fun, did my own thing, just kind of explored and Mm. tested the waters a little bit. And then I think it was relatively recently after that is when I met Austin, because I feel like a lot of this happened in like September. And then I met Austin the following May. But you didn't have a boyfriend either then? No. So you both... That's but true. he, like, I guess, experimented more. Yeah, experimented, I dang, experimented, I didn't and I didn't technically have a boyfriend, but I did date a couple people for a couple months. Okay, yeah. so you did have experience, not yeah. in a relationship, but... I mean, I dated a couple guys for, yeah, a couple months. But it wasn't anything, like, official. official right. It was just kind of dating. Wait, did you have any girlfriends that were serious? I had two that were pretty <clears throat> serious because both of them were two years each wow so one of them went, in was in not in high school when i got out of high school i went to uc santa barbara and i met this girl adriana and i got very close to her and then we ended up dating for like i don't think it was a full two years probably a year and a half mm. and i think one of the reasons why i loved her was that she really kind of forced me to kind of come face to face with my insecurities Mm. which is a general kind of like a broad statement but she kind of like she didn't really take shit it was just kind of like 
she would call me out on shit like right when it happened mm, Ooh, that's good yeah <laughs> and even like it's kind of weird because i actually have when after we broke up i like staying friends with people afterwards yeah. even if it ends kind of rocky i'm just like oh, i don't really? know like i like staying friends because to me it's like you were a significant person in my yeah. life. I don't want to end on mm-hmm. bad terms. And even if it wasn't the best breakup, I still want to be cordial. Yeah, I get that. I feel like I'm like that. Yeah. Mm, I'm so <laughs> like... Not I. Yeah, not you. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, there's so many factors that go into it. And there's so many, yeah, you know, different things that kind of really affect it. But generally, I try to stay cordial with them. And she had written me this letter that I still have, and I actually read the re- the letter recently. Oh, you're so and, sentimental. And I'm not she, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she called me out on a lot of shit, and I feel like a lot of shit that she called me out on still, like, is true to this what? day. Oh, so that kind of bummed me out, because I'm like, man, oh. I, I don't think I've grown as much as I have. But at the same time, I'm like, well, that's just the kind of person I am then. I mean, clearly mm. I'm like, consistent in that way i guess where i'm like well you know i'm so are those things that you like would say you want to change because i feel like there are a lot of things that are just personality traits and then there are things that are issues so is it like oh you two didn't mesh personality wise or were these real issues that you're like oh i still need to work i think it's a little bit of both it's hard because i think a lot of that kind of overlaps so it's hard to like differentiate the two, but mm. I think, I mean, I guess I would probably say that a lot of it has to do with not, not necessarily like my personality, but just like qualities about me that could be better. Like I'm just very much a passive person and I just kind of go with the flow and I don't really stand up for myself mm-hmm. necessarily. 100% of the time. So she was very much like the opposite of that, where she's like, no, like if you want this, then say you want it. If you, you know, don't like this, then tell me. You know, she was very just a lot. Very like Aussie? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, a little bit. A little bit. And that's like sense. when you're describing that, like when you when you said, oh, some of that cause you out in your shit, I'm like, well, maybe you have a type then. Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> but it's funny because my second girlfriend, her name was Evelyn, and I was with her for a good, I would say, closer to two years. And I had a very... Evelyn was more like me, and we we're both quiet and reserved and mm. people-pleasery, mm-hmm. kind of. Um I met her at Vroman's when I worked there in Pasadena, mm. and we were both reading Harry Potter, so then we started <laughs> talking about that, and we just had a really good connection in terms of, we had a lot of similar interests, Harry Potter being one, and then traveling, she was Hispanic, she was a Salvadorian, um, you know, we got really close, I met her family, she met my family, we just really worked well together um and then before i studied abroad i broke up with her which i don't think she was expecting that was right before you went on your yeah but Uh because i knew where it was going Mm. i knew in my head this is how i'm feeling i don't feel like i'm straight i feel like i'm gay i don't want to 
I don't want to drag her yeah. any further along in my journey. Yeah. And especially if I was going to be gone because I studied abroad for three months. So I didn't want the three months to be, you know, right. her kind of hanging on waiting. and like yeah. waiting around. So yeah. I cut her off right before, which is honestly one of the hardest things I've ever done because she was pretty upset. And again, like I said earlier, <laughs> I didn't want things to end on bad terms. So like the first week I got there, I was like calling her. I'm like, how are you doing? She's You're like, oh she was like, what I the hell? Be, like, leave I'd me alone. Kids. Yeah. She was like, yeah. no, You're don't so, call me. Like, so what are you awkward. doing? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, so I was one of those, apparently. But um, after we came back, she was actually one of the people that I came out to relatively early on. Um, and she was really understanding and supportive. And I'm still pretty close to her. I mean, not super close, but we have a good relationship. She actually showed up at my house when my brother passed away. And I did not expect that. What? So seeing her, I don't know, it just like really like shocked me and just like made me super emotional yeah. I just remember seeing her in the dining room at my parents house and I didn't expect it and it was just kind of like I didn't know that I needed you and mm. I'm glad that you were there it was just very special and sweet for her to like support me during that time because yeah. it had been eight years no, seven. That's still yeah. a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we were close. She She's friends with my mom on Facebook. They still, you know, will comment on each other's stuff. <laughs> she actually just got married last month in El Salvador to this guy who's awesome. And, you know, I That's commenting nice. and we're going back and forth. Congratulations. Yeah. She commented when I got married. Like, yeah. we're still supportive of each other from, you know, through social media from afar. Yeah. But... To me, it's it's nice and it's reassuring to have that, even though it's not something like I don't talk to her every day. Yeah. But yeah. it's still nice to know that like we had that, that couple years in our lives, mm-hmm. and it's okay to like move forward but still be cordial. Yeah, yeah. of course. So yeah, I had a couple. Girl- Those were like the two significant ones. Okay, but no, but yeah, no serious boy. Boyfriends before Austin knows, like a couple guys that I dated, um, just for a couple months each, kind of here and there, but nothing really but, significant. But you were like kind of aggressive toward, like when you, <laughs> on Ozzy, <laughs> from what I recall, <coughs> right? I, was, I wasn't there. Well, you weren't as close to Ozzy as at the time? Well, it was because I wasn't living here. I was living in Long Beach Ooh. or Anaheim. Yeah. Um, so I'd only true. come here on the weekends for parties. Long Beach, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's... Yeah. Because yeah. I remember visiting you in Long Beach. Yeah. So, so probably when we had our strong beach house, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, um, definitely that time. And, um, yeah, they were very, very new. And because I didn't see Ozzy all the time, we would just catch up when... And we'd only see each other at parties, really, on the weekends. Yeah. So it was very hard to, like... Mm-hmm ask Ozzy details he would always just tell me like oh about Nick and like just like how he's like super super like giggly about it but not like anything I don't even know you know how at all I feel like he mentioned Nick once and then Nick was at my house yeah Yeah, like he introduced us (laughs) really quickly that's why I was like wait is this the guy that you were talking about like that was so quick there was a small group of people that showed up at islands when both of us were working was it not you Lauren and Casey 
I thought it was the three of you. I remember going to islands. And you guys sat and at my I, table, I do, and I remember, I do remember what table I think it that was. was the first time I saw you, and we were like, oh, this is the guy that Ozzy's talking about. And I was so fucking nervous. What? But I think I think I felt I felt more like <laughs> why you weren't oh. serious. I know, but I was like, I like this guy, and now three three or he four of his friends. I you think it what? was I think it was you two, Casey and Henry. You know what? I that think that's at a table fifty two at Islands very, at, at Hastings. <laughs> I was very like. Um, <coughs> I don't know if I was nervous to meet Nick, but I know I was like, oh, curious, curious because. I feel like I heard that you were super into Ozzy, but Ozzy was still not sure. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, he really, like, really, really likes Ozzy. But I feel bad because I don't know if Ozzy really likes this Maybe guy. So then I was like, I don't know so. how to, like, meet Nick because, you know, like, I don't want to get too close. Like, obviously, I'm not going to get super close yeah. to the first time meeting you. But, you know, like, I don't know. It's just... I it's not like Ozzy even... was like, oh, my God. Like, this yeah. guy, Nick, he was just kind of like, oh, this guy really, really likes me. Yeah. Like... I guess check him out or something like that. I don't Ozzie know. Was, you know. First of all, Ozzy never talked about like girls or guys in general. So in my mind, I just never well, checked anything. I, he seriously. did talk to me ish, not really me, but like us and our friends about girls before, like, <laughs> like at parties. Kind of. That's, that's why when it nothing... happened with Nick, it was like, oh, what? <laughs> like it happened so quickly because yeah. I was like, we were just joking about you and this other girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, he was then... <laughs> joking about him and another girl. But I guess maybe because I had never seen him in a relationship, maybe in my mind, it's like, Ozzy's oh, just a dramatic person, yeah. but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't take anything. Still is. <laughs> but I think yeah. that's why I was, like, not thinking too much about it, because I was like, <coughs> oh, it's the first guy Ozzy's met, like, whatever, you know, like, maybe. Yeah. Oh, for it's sure. Not, I mean, that's totally understandable. It's not, it's just, it's just a guy, like, you know, I assumed he would be dating around, but yeah, he did oh, not. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah, what? Did you guys ever talk about how he was freshly out and you had a mentor, kind of. Mm-hmm. You had a mentor mm-hmm. and someone you knew you could go to right away. Mm-hmm. Whereas, in a sense, you were kind of his mentor because you were the closest mm-hmm. guy to him. And you were, you know, out already for a while. Because at that time, Christian... Was Christian already out at that time? Mm, I no, don't think I don't so. Think. Yeah, so I feel like no one was already out And if out he was, yet. I feel like... In a way, like when I met mm. Christian, I kind of helped like show him the ropes a little bit in like a weird also, yeah. way. <laughs> which we, which we kind of talked about. Yeah. I know, and, and, but that's like one of the reasons why I feel closer to Christian out of a lot of people because like he had like a lot of like firsts, and I was kind of the one like showing him. I don't know. It was just kind of like I was a little bit older. And then we became pretty close because I feel like besides you guys, then I met and got close to the Buenos a lot. So then mm-hmm. I was hanging out at their house pretty often. Yeah. So, so yeah, Christian is also Ozzy, one of Ozzy's best, yeah. like childhood friends. Because so. I showed him like grinder and, all, you know, <laughs> it was just kind of like the usual cliche, stereotypical stuff. But yeah. I was able to kind of like, you know, be there for him and yeah. talk to him and stuff like that. So, But you that didn't do that. Fun. You couldn't do that for Ozzy necessarily. Not really. I mean, it was kind of funny because I did show Austin Grinder, and Austin had his own account on Grinder for the first few months that we were like dating. Dating. Yeah. Which was fine. Yeah. But I think, okay, so I mean, first of all, I didn't realize how aggressive I was coming off <laughs> with Austin. Like, really? I didn't find out until later. Like while it was well, happening, maybe it's also I just Aussie thought. Maybe being dramatic and maybe. like 
exaggerating, you know? Maybe. It's Aussie being Aussie. <laughs> but I also didn't know that Austin had just come out. I didn't find that out until like oh. a couple years later. Wait, years? Yes. Shut up. How did you... How did no one say I, maybe anything? Maybe a year at least, but May okay, maybe Aussie like a year tell or you, two. But still a year into dating anyone. Yeah, is, Aussie didn't tell you like I you didn't, didn't ask him like, oh, how long I don't know. Is Do that people, not something you ask? Like how long have you no, I feel like I, I would ask known? somebody, how long have you been single? How long have you been when was your last girlfriend? Like yeah. I want to know. We didn't those talk things. about any of that in the beginning. So trusting. No. You're just so in love. <laughs> 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 the fuck? I'm like, nah. Lauren wants to know stats. all the details. Exactly. Give me your stats. Give me your all bio. Of your, um, <laughs> and a all two of your dirty little essay. secrets. I want it on my desk. You need to tell me all your yeah, secrets. <laughs> I love finding out all that stuff early on. I think that's because, because, you know, Austin and myself in the beginning, the relationship was a little bit rocky. And again, I didn't know, number one, how aggressive I was coming off. And that kind of threw him off a little bit. Because I remember texting him and he wouldn't text me back. And I'd be like, what the hell? <gasps> Like, Aussie? Yeah. So it was just kind of like we were having this good vibe. And then I was like, okay, well, he's not texting me back. So I don't know. This is like throwing me off. And then I didn't, I specifically remember that because I didn't find out until later on that, you know, he was dealing with a lot. And I didn't realize that. So I think if I had known that, I would have behaved and acted differently mm, yeah. during that time. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But so, Ozzy doesn't text back in general. Yeah. So he's I, not a big texter yeah. in general. He'd rather yeah. call. But maybe which, that's why he asked you to hang out at my house so quickly. Like, how are you going to bring somebody around? Yeah, our like, first date, we went, went out to eat and then we went to your place. So he introduced Like, literally on our first date. Yeah, he didn't text you back, but he's going to just introduce you to all his friends mm-hmm. right away. Which Interesting. is cool because I like to know what my friends think kind of eh, yeah. I don't know is that bad? I've, I don't think that's bad hmm. maybe I don't okay I don't want to know what my friends think I just want to I like See seeing the interaction mm-hmm. yeah I yeah I don't think I would like to know what my friends think <laughs> actually oh, if I did like I, would, I probably wouldn't be able oh, to absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if I if, cared about what my friends think or like first impressions like I probably wouldn't be with Justin because everyone's always like Justin doesn't dog like Justin looks like he's an asshole. <laughs> well, even my family like no, they, they they don't call Justin an asshole, but like Justin doesn't talk to my family like my cousins and stuff. Yeah, like he doesn't make conversations. He doesn't start conversations. He's very he doesn't. Short. Yeah, so yeah, it's a good thing I don't go off of <laughs> other yeah. people's impressions of Justin. I mean, yeah. I feel like I can relate to that because like I feel like if I'm approached, then I'll talk. Mm. But I'm not the one to approach. Yeah, and but start even when Justin's approached, he doesn't yeah. like he doesn't reply no, yeah. to keep a conversation. He'll he'll answer you. Period. Just like, like a one word type of yeah, guy. Yeah, he doesn't like yeah, you will hold a too. conversation. Like yeah, if, yeah if you'll get into it you. if someone approaches you and you'll try to like you know keep, keep a banter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin, like if he someone comes up to you and he asked like, he you ask Justin a question and he'll answer it and that's it. There's no he won't like try the conversation I'm like, like the man knows what he wants don't don't <laughs> seriously like oh my gosh oh my gosh so rude some say it's rude others say it's honest there you go which you can gotta, both be true yeah two Those things can be true, true at the same time yes. <laughs> yeah just because you're one thing doesn't cancel rude. out the other truthfully rude yeah he doesn't yep. hide it mm-hmm. uh, but did you feel like you were taking a step back in dating someone 
that wasn't as experienced being out? I mean... Because, like, you know how people say, like, if you've been in, like, a bunch of serious relationships, it's hard to date someone that mm-hmm. hasn't had any. That's a, yeah, l- yeah. I he, think part of it was, again, I didn't know that mm-hmm. he was as unexperienced as he was. But when you found out... It didn't really bother me. I think the only thing that kind of bothered me was that I felt, and this is years into the relationship, Mm -hmm. I just felt bad that he didn't have the fun, Mm -hmm. exploring phase Mm -hmm. that I had. That's always something I've kind of felt almost guilty about was that I got to do all that and have a good time and be slutty and Uh have a good time and date around and do this and do that. I feel like he never really had that. And I think that's important yeah. to have. That's exactly what I said to Justin work for yeah, work. You, me and Justin's like situation is very similar to you and Nick. Mm-hmm. He's had one serious girlfriend before me. So that's why I always... But, like, the difference with yours and Ozzy's mm-hmm. and mine and Justin's... I was friends with Justin beforehand, so I knew he only had that one. So by the time mm-hmm. we got into the relationship, I, I already put that out there from the beginning. I said, yeah. I've already done my single life. Yeah gone out there dated a bunch of people met a bunch of different people and personalities so i kind of know now like what you want what i want what i mesh with and and whatever and so if you need that you you know i'm letting you have that before deciding if you want to get into a serious relationship with me like i don't mind Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to he knows what he wants yeah and like from time to time i still am like but it's like yeah, it's, I, I always joke around with him like it's too late now I yeah. told you before we got married you yeah. can go do your thing but now we're married mm, yep, it's too late exactly <laughs> it's too late lockdown <laughs> I mean I gave, you, I gave you plenty of time that's fair <laughs> we have how many years of being together before we got married I gave mm-hmm. you plenty of time to do your thing but so you know people are different not yeah. everybody needs that's that that's exactly and what that's said. something that I kind of like I know, just because we need to, it, yeah, me exactly. and you. Like, I 100% need it. Justin's that. like, I'm just not that kind of person. Yeah. Like, I know what I want, yeah. and I don't need... And Which is I, exactly what that's you said a few minutes is. ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It's we weird, though, right? We project our own weird. lives yes. onto yes. other people, yeah. but, like, we can't always assume that people need things. Yeah, like, not everyone's Not the everyone's same. confused and... <laughs> exactly. And, uh, I know, right? Indecisive. Everyone needs to... That's one way of putting it, yeah. That's true. So, definitely, I needed a hoe phase for sure. I feel like, I didn't know if I needed it, but having it, I feel like, helped you, me a lot. You learn. Yeah, exactly. You, you learn, learn a lot. You learn what you like, what you mm-hmm. don't like, what you want, what you don't want. Like, I dated a guy that works. I thought was the kind of guy that I wanted to exactly, be with. Yeah. I thought that was my type. Not my dream guy, but the guy I would imagine I would be mm-hmm. with. And I dated him and then I was like mm. and he made you all giddy and shit yeah and it still didn't work out and in the end it was like that wasn't meant but for it's, me it's mm. funny cause like Justin you don't get like that with Justin but yeah <laughs> that's the right? answer I was mm. so different with that guy versus Justin but but, but I you think- were fit yeah, it was just all butterflies and stupid, like... <laughs> but the difference stupid. was that, like... <laughs> the difference was that, like, I wasn't... I feel like I wasn't being my true self with that guy versus with Justin. Like, I wasn't afraid You're, to be yeah, myself with Justin, bitch, but I was always basically. afraid to be myself with the other guy because, I don't know, I always felt like I wasn't good enough or something. Mm-hmm. So, 
I think that's the difference. I mean, also the fact that me and Justin were friends first is a huge difference too. And that was something I told myself for a long time. Just watching my friends date, because I, I definitely didn't date a lot in high school. Like, I feel like a lot of my friends dated more than I did. And I would Same. see them go in and out of relationships and boyfriends. And I, I just learned from them too, like watching their relationships. Oh, totally. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'd want to be with someone for like, like I told myself like, oh, I need to be with someone at least three years before I, I feel like I could marry them. Like, mm. I don't think I could be with someone one year and be like, I love you, let's get I married. Know. Like yeah. I, I even couldn't say I love you for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like it took a while and I don't, I don't know what it is that grew me to be that person, but that was something that I kept telling myself. And not that I made that a rule, but it just worked out with Justin that it mm -hmm. worked out that way that I always thought it's better to at least be with someone for three years because then you really get to know that person. Like one year is not enough time to really know someone. That's why even the whole like not living like, you know, the old school, like you can't live with them until you're married, mm -hmm. like living with the your significant other or whatever until you're married. Like I told I told my mom, like, that doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't. Cause then what if we get married and then I see all the shit that exactly. he is normally at home and I don't like it and then <clears throat> you can't get divorced in a Catholic church like I mean you can now but like technically it's frowned upon and all this stuff so I told yes. my mom that doesn't make sense like it's it very really... traditional yeah Ugh, it's but bad. I feel like people in the 1950s which I would base that on is that time <laughs> yeah were I'm very unhappy because they you know and there's they had always to fit like into a um, box arranged marriages back then too yeah. so although I they have had no heard good things about arranged marriages me too like they last longer than normal people because people are so freely divorcing these days mm -hmm. whereas arranged marriage is like they work, really they work on their relationship really mm -hmm. base it on compatibility and stuff mm. it's interesting yeah because they do like at least have a meet and greet and like mm. but usually it's there these arranged marriages they grew up similar cultures similar yeah. rules yeah yeah similar communities so it's kind so of expected going based, it's not a surprise yeah they're mm -hmm. they have some things on yeah. um, each other already mm -hmm. <laughs> they totally. basically know mm -hmm. but um yeah i was just always curious about that aspect of your relationship and i never because i've only heard ozzy's side which who knows if it's exaggerated or what I mean, even Austin's an I, honest person. He's like, very honest. Mm -hmm. And I remember him going th through those questions too in the beginning, but I don't even know how long you guys were dating when I... When we started, we met each other in May of 2011. And then first date was August 2nd. And then we said, I love you. I think... December 12th and what? then we became what? official on New Year's. That's wow. so freaking fast. Half See, a year. That's insane to me. Wow. I don't, I mean, then yeah. I have like, all those dates written down. I don't have them as memorized <laughs> as I used to. <laughs> yeah. but written down. They're written down. They're I on my computer. I don't even know any I love of mine. I wrote all that shit down. Justin like the first time we did it, like all that's written down. But, oh I, my feel, God. but I do feel I don't like, even, I really don't. When you're friends with Ozzy or in any sort of relationship with Ozzy, like, kind of know where you stand like there aren't totally i mean yeah there's a, an element of games being played just for mm -hmm. fun but there's yeah. not like fun for ozzy but it's like there's, you're yeah. just you just know like yeah i think when people are more honest and blunt things could end faster or you know grow, grow faster mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the reasons why i'm attracted to him and why i love him is that I'm very much not like that. So mm. being someone that is 
so blunt and straightforward. Like when we have arguments, sometimes I'm just like, holy shit, like he is like putting me on blast right now <laughs> and forcing me to come to terms. Because every, not everything, 90% of the stuff he says is true and he has shit to back it up. His memory is like I insane. Know. My I memory, know. I'm just like, wait, what? I'm like, no, I thought it was this. And he's like, no, it was this. I'm like, okay, Ugh, I think you're right, journal, but I don't yeah. want you to Honestly, be right. I don't know how he He's does insane. That. But at the same time, it's it's good because he forces you to be accountable for your actions. Do I agree with everything that he says or does? No. Mm-hmm. But I get where he's coming from because he sees it, he interprets it and internalizes it, and then he like gives you the feedback based on that. Mm. So it's very much like a a, a process, process, you know, yeah. where it's like it it makes sense, although it doesn't always make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But so. yeah, I think it's better when it's opposites like that mm-hmm. because the other can teach the other about yeah the weaknesses in the relationship. Totally. I mean, it's good that you accept the feedback. It's hard. And listen to it because I'm That's a pretty also- stubborn person. And it's hard for me to admit when I'm wrong. My pride really gets in my way. I feel like I don't come off that way, like, as a prideful person. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, in certain aspects of my life, I am. And being forced to come to terms with certain things, I'm just like, nah. (laughs) I don't accept that, even though I know it's the truth. So he kind of, like, forces me to, like, come to terms with that. But... I think that's important in a relationship because you want to be challenged and you want to grow and learn about your partner as well as yourself. Like, you know, that's, it's the cliche stuff. Like you make me a better person because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, you know, all stereotypes are based in reality to some extent or another. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do want to switch gears. Mm hmm. (laughs) Um, <laughs> because I know Nick does want to talk, up. does want to talk about this. Um, and it does kind of have to do with pride in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So you were saying you have a lot of pride. So you are a nurse during COVID mm-hmm. and I want to ask about ha- the transition of becoming a nurse, a regular nurse. So you started, you were already, um, employed pre COVID as like you were licensed already and working pre-COVID and then you have to switch mm. gears, right? To so I started, be... I graduated October, August 2016 mm. and I got okay. licensed in October and I started in November. November 14th was my first day. Okay, so yeah, it was so a while already. I just passed my five-year anniversary, you know, a few months ago. Big wow. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Congrats. And it's five weird. years. It's so weird. weird. Yeah, it's wild. So you knew, yeah, so you were already, like, you knew what was, you already had a, what am I trying to say? Experience? Your groove, like, you oh. found, like, yeah. you weren't a newbie. Yeah, you weren't a newbie. Yeah, you I mean, were, they say, like, like, your first year is, like, your new grad year kind of thing. Right. And then after that, I mean, it's kind of based on different things, but it's, like, you know, then there's different levels, like, RN level two, RN level three, but that's kind of based on you pursuing different things in order to level up mm-hmm. but um yeah your first year is you know kind of like the new grad year where it's just kind of like 
you're a novice and then you kind of rank up as you yeah. go on so but you're like kind of a novice again in a sense because I think you weren't so. prepa- you weren't prepared for co like nobody was prepared for covid mm-hmm. and nurses all of a sudden had to you know like wear hazmat suits and yeah like you were yeah, like wait intense. a second we didn't learn about <laughs> this kind like of these procedures you kind of yeah. learn about like pandemics but right, you don't but think that not. you're going to experience <laughs> yeah, one that yeah. is the crazy you know? part but looking back on it it's like okay well it makes sense because there seems to be like a trend of like there's a relatively big pandemic every couple every hundred years so. hundred, I said couple and he said hundred <laughs> no, like yeah. I don't know, well, I don't know. Of, I'm not in the medical the last, field the, I think well, the last the, big one, one was the Spanish flu and that was like the early it, 1900s right didn't they say there was yeah. an outbreak there was, yeah. during the Obama administration? Of what? H1N1? Oh, I don't know. Well, I know yeah. that. That was a big, SARS, the swine flu was a big one. Yeah. SARS was. And it was during the pandemic. So those were like right? mini ones where yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. It relatively localized. It didn't go to like a global scale. Mm. Well, I. Whereas this one absolutely did. I didn't know that the Chinese wore masks with, like, they started within our lifetime. Like, for some reason, I thought... It was just always a thing. It was just always yeah. a thing. And then I was talking to someone at work. Well, this and, has happened because of SARS. Yeah. they. Oh, well, was it? Oh, right? What do you mean? Chinese people started wearing masks. Yeah. I thought it was because so. yeah. of SARS. Because, it was yeah. the swine flu and bird flu. Which, mm. would ha- which happened, like, within our life yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I guess. I That was a new awkward fact. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's our awkward fact of the day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Another segment we stopped. <laughs> I was like, wait, they haven't been wearing masks forever? Forever, yeah. I thought it was normal. Like, I thought they've been doing it for a long time, too. Yeah. But but we also were very but young. even that in that. itself, like, when someone wore a mask, you would look at them differently. Because, be, you, because it was like a stigma it. around it. They where only it was just kind of like. China. Yeah, yeah they so didn't you, do it here. Yeah. But I would see people I remember seeing Asians wearing masks. Oh yeah. Here. I would but see I Asians wearing was... masks here. Yeah. But and I... then you would just be like, why are you wearing a mask? But you know, little did we know they were probably ahead of us, you know, this whole time. Well they, uh, yeah, head, but they didn't it wasn't part of their culture. Because they, they, what we say what people had said during when COVID started, like, oh, the Chinese have been doing it forever why is it such a big deal they hadn't been doing it forever something mm. caused them to start doing it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah hmm. which is us know, now, is us now. Yeah. yeah i think about that all the time when yeah. i'm out in public and i just see people wearing masks obviously i see people wearing masks but like when i just look at the mat like just walking around like if i'm driving and i see people walking on the street with masks on i'm just like it's crazy that this is our norm now so quickly too so crazy like there's just you feel some days like today when i put a full face of makeup on i'm like damn it like the fact that i have to wear a mask and knowing that it's just like messing up everything but then other days i'm like i feel so naked without a mask like how am i gonna i can't walk out of the house without a mask it's just so weird to me that's funny. I'm the That's opposite today. I didn't even wear makeup because I was like, oh, I'm going to wear a mask. I never wear, yeah. I never Both. wear like foundation anymore unless I know I'm going out to an event where I'm going to end up taking my mask off. Like mm-hmm. if it's a, a special, special event. Yeah. Um, but today I was like, oh, I'm only putting on my eyes because that's usually what I only put on, if anything, because yeah. I'm going to wear a mask. And then I forgot, like, oh, I'm not going to wear a mask here. And I literally didn't put on makeup. And I told Char, I was like, damn, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a small thing with us. And mm-hmm. I didn't put on makeup. 
how I had my makeup, I could have. But also, I never really <laughs> wear makeup around you guys anyways. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just funny because I was like, oh, a mask? No makeup. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just trying eyes. to, like... Just I'm, eyes. I'm trying to put on makeup all the time now just because it makes me feel less, like... It, dead honestly <laughs> no it's very true when i that's that's why like a lot of girls say that like you should just get ready for the day because it right. makes you feel like Productive. more invigorated to do things yeah throughout the day i mean that's what Which they say like make your bed true. exactly yeah. if you make your bed in the beginning of the day you're gonna feel productive and goal-oriented and yeah but justin motivated is always in efficient. bed and they can't make it because he's in bed so <laughs> and then he's the last one out of bed so he makes the bed so yep. there yeah. goes my one task okay, so i have to kidding. do i don't make the bed i have to do something <laughs> like make, yeah lauren you don't yeah, even don't fold clothes um, i mean i don't either but <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. um wait so um was was there any point where you were like i don't know if being a nurse is for me after oh yeah knowing, Going through the after knowing stuff? exactly what you're kind of getting into mm-hmm. To being like, I don't know what's going on at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was... Especially now. Pretty scary. I mean, to me, it's like there was like two major waves. It was like last year and then this year. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, this one, like, current one right yeah. now. And plus the nurse thing going... Or, like, the healthcare mm-hmm. situation, which you can explain more. So, I mean, <laughs> just comparing this year to last year, I mean, last year it just seemed so scary and intense... Yeah. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that it was new. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't know like there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, we didn't know the extent of it, or you know, the long-term effects, or this or that. So it was just very intense, and everything happened so quickly, and things seemed to change on like a daily basis, which is understandable because you're finding out new things. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're doing more research on it. Of course, things are going to change, and that's how I feel about it today as well. Even though. I feel like it's shifted in a way where it's like, you know, the CDC recommends certain things, but <laughs> yeah, they change dude. it so often, so yeah. it makes them look less, less credible. credible. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I get the perspective where it's like, well, research is currently being done, so of course they're going to change their recommendations based on what they find out from the research that they're doing. Yeah. There's more information It's still coming out. frustrating, though. You know, where it's just like, hmm, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but, you know, that's a whole different thing. But definitely in the beginning, it was scary, and it really felt like almost like a war zone at times. Just like, I I just have a specific image in my brain of standing on my unit, looking down the hall, and like, Above every door, there's, like, a few different lights, and they all kind of mean different things. So it's, like, the green light is, like, RN. The yellow light is PCA, which is nursing assistant. And the white light is that they're... It's almost like a, they're, they're paging you. They want mm-hmm. you to come in the room for whatever. Mm. So they're calling you, asking you a question, whatever. And I just remember looking down the hall, and all the lights were going off because of various reasons. And I was just, like, really overwhelmed and like I really felt like I don't want to compare it to a war zone because I don't I haven't experienced war but at the same time in a way that was my version of experiencing war was because like all the lights were going off because everybody was desaturating which is like their oxygen levels are dropping Mm. and 
it was very overwhelming because it was like, okay, I have, I have three or four or five patients that I'm responsible for. But at the same time, as a nurse, I have a responsibility to everybody in this unit. So I won't, I'm going to do Try my to best help to help everybody. Mm-hmm. But I remember running from room to room to room. Everybody's, you know, desaturating, decompensating, whatever. And it was just like scary. I'm, you know, in this... PPE and wearing, you know, every time you're gowning up going into the unit, the door closes behind you. You're literally like, okay, here I go. Yeah, like, that's so scary. It's you like, know, like you're in a room that has COVID in it. Yeah, you're literally and going into like, you were. That is yeah. like a war zone because everything is like an attack. It's yeah. just like, mm-hmm. you're there to help, but at the same time, you're being attacked. Mm-hmm. And you're trying and to And it's, your best. you know, you know what you're going into. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going into this place that has patients that have a certain disease and I don't want this disease so I'm doing my best to protect myself but it's scary because it's like you know back then we obviously didn't know a lot about what was going on and the disease and this and that this time around it feels different because people don't seem to be as sick necessarily like this time around people are coming in for one thing and they just happen to test positive for COVID. So they're, it's more like an isolation kind of thing rather than I'm coming in because I can't breathe mm. or I'm coming in because, you know, I'm having symptoms of COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm coming in because I am had a stroke or I had a heart attack or I'm having an exacerbation of a GI issue or whatever. So they're coming in for different reasons or I need surgery and then they happen to, to test positive, so then they're being isolated in the COVID unit. Mm. So we're not treating COVID, we're yeah. treating what they came in for, and we're isolating because they're there. Mm. So it's not the same. Yeah. It seems a lot more mild this time around, but I mm. also don't want to, like, speak ahead. Like, I don't want to jinx it almost, where yeah. it's just like, you know, because it, it does seem a lot more mild compared to last time where it's like people were like, not breathing and people would die every shift yeah i was gonna ask you about that because i know someone that just recently became a nurse during that so her normal she was saying like she's like my normal was death every day Mm -hmm. whereas she's like this is why it's so frustrating when people talk about the vaccine because She's like, I went to going into work seeing death on a regular basis to like the vaccine came and all of a sudden it's like cut in half and there are people out there like, like against still, still against yeah. the vaccine, but they haven't seen it firsthand how much exactly, it changes yeah. lives. Yeah. So is, was that the same experience for you? I mean, I've always been a believer in science. I've always been supportive of vaccines. I, I, a lot of it has to do with education. A lot of it has mm-hmm. to do with social media and having access to people that shouldn't necessarily be vocalizing the way they should. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there's a lot of misinformation out there, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's understandable how the world works these, these days. It's just, you know, but we can't really do too on, much about it, but. But based on your like actual experience that you could see with your eyes, regardless of like, mm-hmm. this is what the facts are. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you can spew as much facts as you want. Mm-hmm. When I heard, you know, that experience from someone being in there, it's like, it's hard to, I don't know, fight that experience. It was pretty of going from death frustrating. Yeah. Cause it was literally like every day there was somebody. It was like, 
Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Even in, you know, outside. and I, I wasn't even working in the ICU. I feel like the ICU was obviously worse, but being on my unit, it was still like every shift there was someone dying. And it was just like, you know, it's, you start to like build up a barrier to kind of detach yourself from it because you have to. Yeah. You can't just deal with that every day and just like be as emotional as you were the first time. You have to build up this protection against that where it's just like, you know, you're trying to do what you can to protect yourself. But it was, it was intense and it was a lot. And I think, you know, not being able to see it firsthand I get where people are coming from because, you know, we're having different experiences. They're not mm-hmm. seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a huge difference in itself. And it, although it is frustrating, you know, like, <sighs> I get it, but I don't. Yeah. Because you want to yeah. be like, you don't, you want to understand both sides, mm-hmm. but you know your side. Like, yeah. you know what your experience is. So yeah. it's hard to, to really like, sympathize for the other side as much because mm-hmm. they're not the ones media. that are in your shoes but they're talking like they know oh, Nick has to pee <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah well since Nick has to pee <laughs> I mean we were kind of getting down to it I did get the questions answered that I wanted I kind of have to too anyways so let's oh my gosh. <laughs> well that that was great <laughs> I mean, I don't want to I mean, end that wasn't the podcast. Great. I mean, like I could downer. keep talking. I'm just like getting distracted now because I'm like, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I we got all the questions answered, so we could awkwardly just. I mean, I could definitely talk a lot more about it. We are gonna have another, you know. I think it would be good to have Casey and exactly, other nurses yeah. kind of like, because I have one perspective and one, yeah. you know, viewpoint on it, but I'm not representing all nurses. All the nurses, yeah. That's me and my experience. So I think it'd be cool to have conversations with other nurses or anybody else, even just affected by it. Yeah. You know, we all are affected by it at at some point or another, Mm -hmm. especially now that it's been almost two years. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it would be cool to have healthcare providers, a few of them just kind of chiming in. Well, do you have any, you know, last minute advice for anyone I mean, regardless on where you stand on anything, to me, it's like, I think the least you can do if you don't want to be vaccinated, I'm not going to argue with you. Mm -hmm. That's 100% your choice and I respect it. I just think common courtesy and respect for other people is to just be safe and do what you can and just not be completely careless or proactive in terms of like trying to like almost get people sick because I've seen people out there where it's just like I'm not going to wear a mask and if I'm feeling like sick I'm going to go and do this anyway oh I mean come on I've experienced that like they're not wearing a mask and then they just cough out in public don't even or they have a mask on and they lower it to cough it's just like stuff like that I'm just like okay fine don't wear a mask whatever but then if you're going to cough even before COVID like Mm -hmm. you were taught as a kid like cover your mouth like just like basic yeah common courtesy respect just you know respect like we respect you if you don't exactly choose to get a that's why i'm not saying like that. Yeah. respect us and our decisions and yeah. us wearing a totally. mask like be a good human be a good human amen <laughs> thank you so much Nick. We love thanks you. for being here look the yeah. dogs are already telling yes. us we gotta go 
thank you, friendos. Thanks, Thanks for listening to another episode. Rate us five stars. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, join us on Discord. Oh my Whoa. gosh, they're really here. Bye. Bye. Bye.